What is up, Ditch the Job listeners? Mark Berti here. In this episode, we are going to talk about what are the secrets to living a fantastic life? What really goes into that? And it's important for us to figure out now because while life may seem very long, it is realistically very short and you want to make sure that you can look back and be very happy with the path you have taken. So that's why we're going to focus on this topic in this episode. Our guest who joins us is a pioneer in cosmetic surgery who has won many awards in his illustrious career. A life-threatening condition inspired our guest to choose a different path as a transformational speaker, thought leader, life-changing coach, and mentor who helps others discover the golden pearls to living a fantastic life. Our guest who joins us is none other than Dr. Laika. Dr. Laika, welcome to the show. You know, Mark, it's so, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me on your show. It's just an honor and a privilege. Dr. Laika, it is such a pleasure to have you on Ditch the Job. We've already had Dr. Laika on Breakthrough Success. We will be linking to that episode for anyone who wants to check it out. But secrets to living a fantastic life. This is the type of stuff that we need to be learning about. So I'm wondering if you could share with us why. Why do you want to spread this? Well, you know, let's go back. I I was living a real good life in 2003. I was a top cosmetic doctor. I took a spring break to walk in Disneyland with my wife and my youngest daughter. And at the end of the day, my wife turned to me and she said, what's wrong with you, hon? You know, I was taken aback, Mark. For once in my life, I hadn't said anything wrong. I hadn't done anything wrong. I hadn't even thunk anything wrong. But my wife was not going to take it as a huh. She was just going to say, what's wrong with you? I said, dear, I don't know what you're talking about. She said, listen to your foot. Now, Mark, how many times does your significant other or your friend say, listen to your foot? Well, it's a stupid statement. So I said, I really don't know what planet you're on, dear. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. She said, listen to it. And my right foot had suddenly and mysteriously developed a right foot drop. It just was slapping on the pavement with every step I was taking. So, you know, your brain is designed to not let that happen. You know, when you're running a marathon, your foot doesn't drop. Otherwise, you'd fall flat on your face. So your brain protects you from that. But something had turned out in my body that wasn't working right. My wife turned to me and said, did you have a stroke? And I said to my wife, dear, you're a doctor, I'm a doctor. This is not how a stroke presents. You're, you fall on the pavement, you fall down and you're, you're, you're like having a seizure. She said, well, there's something wrong, dear. I'm very concerned. When we get back, you better get it checked out. So I got back to Canada and I was a good boy. I did what she said. I had so many tests. I saw thousands of doctors. I had CAT scans, I had brain scans. I had PET scans. I had scan scans. And you know what they showed at the end of the day? What they show? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The doctors were perplexed. They thought I had a brain tumor, or they thought I had a slip disc, or they thought I had something they can nail down, but the test showed nothing. So you know what doctors do when they're, they don't have the right answer from tests? <laughs> what do they do? more tests. 
and more tests and more tests. I think I had tests that weren't even invented yet. Mm -hmm. And I don't even think they're invented now, but the doctors love tests. They want answers. And I ended up on the doorstep of a world leading neurologist. Now, a neurologist is a brain doctor. He's the guy that has all the answers to the puzzle. He knows everything, at least so I thought. I walked in and I said, hi. And he said, hi, Dr. Leica. You better be sitting down when I tell you this. I said, what? I've got a dropped right foot. He said, no, you don't. You have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Get your affairs in order. In six months, you're going to be dead. How would you like that to happen? Now, to all your listeners out there, this is something that can happen to you tomorrow. Something could change in your life, and your life literally could be gone as you know it. You can be in a car accident. You can have a stroke. You could be hit by COVID. You could be hit by anything. Your life can change. So, you know, when something like this happens, suddenly you go through a grief reaction, Mark. You go through a phase that Elizabeth Kubler-Ross wrote in her book on death and dying. You go through anger. You're angry as anything. You can bite the head off nails. You go through bargaining. Oh, God, please don't let this happen. I will do anything if you don't let this happen. You go through denial. There's nothing wrong. I can do anything. But you know in your heart of hearts, you have a dropped right foot. And there is something wrong because your right arm isn't working right now. And there's something going on with your body. The doctors just haven't been smart enough to figure it out yet. And then you go through depression. Depression is the worst, Mark. That's when you lie in bed. You stare at the ceiling. Everything's black. You can't eat. You can't sleep. You can't do anything. The world has lost its meaning. So I went to my wife and I said, dear, I don't know what to do. She said, I don't know either, but she said, you're smart. You can figure it out. Well, thanks, dear. That helps me out a lot, you know. But, you know, back in 2003, there was this very primitive thing that was invented. Mark, you might have heard about it. It's called the internet. You ever hear of that thing? <laughs> a little bit here and there. A little bit, yeah. You live on it. You still <laughs> thrive on it. Without the internet, you wouldn't be alive, my friend. You are a master of the internet. Well, back in 2003, to be a master, you had to use a dial-on connection. A dial-on connection is where you'd put your phone in a cradle. It would connect with another phone. It would go for about a half an hour, and it would finally connect. You would have to speak with other, other computers with languages like DOS and things like that because there wasn't any memory in computers. They were like 64 bits. So to communicate with another computer, you had to use a language because you couldn't use any of your computer's memory. There wasn't any. We didn't have Apple. We didn't have all this stuff we have now. I mean, all this stuff came out, but boy, did it transfigure the world in the last 30 years. But you know, back then, I had some friends that were nerds. So they helped me get on. And I heard about a doctor in Colorado Springs and I looked him up and sure enough, he had a disease just like I did, except he got much worse, much more rapidly. He was on his deathbed when a doctor from Texas came up to see him, to say goodbye. And the doctor said to David, he said, David, 
I don't think you have ALS. David said, what do I have? He could only whisper. He was so weak at that time. The doctor from Texas said, I think you have chronic Lyme's disease. I think you've been bitten by a tick and that bite has left you with the same symptoms of ALS. He said, if I'm right, I can start you on treatment and you'll get better. David whispered back, go ahead, I'm dying, it doesn't matter. So he started him on treatment and miraculously, David was like Lazarus arriving from the dead. He just walked in a couple of days and he was back to normal in a couple of weeks. Wow, I said, I gotta get in touch with David. So I phoned every hospital in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I can't, yeah, a doctor can get in touch with every other doctor. They just have to phone the hospital, say to the operator, hi, I'm Dr. Leica. I got to get in touch with Dr. Martz. And the operator didn't, the first operators didn't know him. The last one said, sure, and put me through. So I talked to David and he said, can you come down and see me? I said, why? He said, I've started a clinic treating people like us. I have over 2,000 people that I'm treating right now. And I think I might be able to help you. And I said, when do you want to see me? He said, right away. I said, David, I can't come down. It's our Thanksgiving day. My wife has invited 50 people over. She's going to kill me if I go down. He said, well, aren't there any planes in Canada? <laughs> he was needling me. He wanted me to come down. So I explained the situation to my wife. And my wife said, of course you must go. If you, if this is the answer for your problem, I want you to go down. So I booked on a plane. I flew from Edmonton to Denver. It was a great flight, three hours direct. I got on the plane from Denver to Colorado Springs and it was the flight from hell. It was like, <laughs> oh my God, it was like the wild mouse. It was like the roller coaster. It was like the drop of doom times 20 because the air comes off the desert at the end of the day and it causes eddies, and that causes the plane to drop. Then the plane will climb again and drop again. Then the plane will try, oh my God. <laughs> I got up the plane green. I crawled off the plane, and there was David on the tarmac to meet me. It was like a miracle. He said, you don't look so good. I said, I don't feel so good. Well, he said, this is a, just a metaphor for what you're going through. He said, your body is going through this right now. He said, let's go talk. And we talked for hours. And he said, I think history is repeating itself. And that's when he started me on treatment. And I was able to maintain my status as a top cosmetic doctor for over 30 years. So, you know, at the end of that 30 years, I decided to start giving back, to mm -hmm. serving people better, and to share my story with them and tell them all about this. And that's why I'm on podcasts. That's why I'm on the radio. That's why I'm talking to people. I'm doing book launches. I'm, I've started my own podcast. I've started a lot of other things to get the word out there. I am a public speaker. So if anybody needs a public speaker to motivate them on their platform, and if they need me as a coach, I'm one of the world's best coaches. And I'm not blowing my own horn. That's what people tell me about myself. So I'd love to help you as well with your problem. So if anybody would love to talk to me, I'd love that to help them. All they have to do is write me, Ellen at DrAllenLeica.com, Ellen at DrAllenLeica.com, and I will gladly 
give you 20 minutes of my time to help you with your problem. Why? Because I'm a nice guy and I think I can help them too. And I think I could really, really help them. And Mark, I'd like to give all your listeners another little gift, if you'll let me. Definitely. I'd love to give them 20 golden pearls, actually 50 golden pearls. Wow. One a week for the next 52 weeks. And all they have to do is text me the words golden pearls, the word golden pearls with an S. Is that one word? Yeah, golden pearls, two separate words, golden pearls, segment word with an S. And to the following number, 1-819-717-2515. And they'll get my 52 golden pearls to inspire them through the next 52 weeks of the hardship that they're going through right now. I really hope this podcast will make a day for them that starts a new path for them or makes their path going even better. I want them to have a better day than what they've had in the last three months that have been three months from hell for most people. And I really love Dr. Lycos, this natural give back where you do go through this life altering experience. And it's usually through life altering experiences where you have this idea of give back, where you have this idea of let me take a deeper look at my life and how I can make a bigger difference. And it's interesting how a lot of people, they go through something like that where they feel like their life's in danger because of some condition or some circumstance. And then they do really transform in a way that Dr. Leica has been able to. I know that people should definitely text that number or grab a copy of your book if they want to learn all the pearls. But I'm wondering you know, if they like my book, I'd like them to go to a, a, a great site called fantasticlifebook.com. They'll see a video of me with Jack Canfield on that site. And it's fantasticlifebook.com because in that book, it's co-written by my my co-author, Harriet Tinka. And Harriet Tinka was a victim of domestic abuse. She's a great lady. She went to university and someone tried to kidnap her, stab her, and leave her dead. So what we want to do in this situation is end domestic abuse in this world. We really want to stop that. So if you buy a book from that site, 20% of a proceeds will be going to a shelter in your area to help domestic abuse victims because we would like this not to happen to anybody else. And if we can really solve that problem in the world, the world's going to be a better place as well. I really love the cause with the book. And I think that should inspire everyone listening to if that is a big issue that they want to solve. I mean, you can, if you also happen to want to learn the secrets to living a fantastic life, which would Dr. Leica teaches, but definitely think about what are the causes you want to support through your work because you only have one shot at this. You only have one life. And uh, Dr. Leica, among other things, has chosen 20% of the proceeds is going to go towards this serious issue. And, and in, Mark, in, in my book, Mark, I talk about 13 golden pearls. I talk about these wonderful things that we discovered. And we use a golden pearl as a metaphor for one reason, Mark. Do you know what forms a pearl? I do not, no. Okay, well, let me educate you a little bit on that. You know, a pearl's formed because I, an oyster gets a little grain of sand in its shell. And that grain of sand traumatizes the oyster 
Now, the oyster can't spit it out, but what it does is put this wonderful material called luster on it, and that's what makes a pearl. Now, there are certain, pearl, certain oysters in the world that can make golden pearls, but they're only found in the South Pacific, in the Philippines, and the Indonesian areas. So these beautiful, exquisite pearls cost up to $10,000 for a single solitary pearl. Now, I'm going to give you something that's even more valuable than that. And these are pearls that are found in yourself. These pearls that Harriet and I have found in people's selves are something that you can really seize on. And you can bring those out and make them important. There's 13 of them. You'll have to read the book to get all of them. But we start with love and we end up with empowerment. We even have a bonus chapter in our book on fear and how you can overcome that right now. You know, the word fear, Mark, is really a, a crazy word. It really stands for false expectations appearing real, fear. And 95% of what we fear never really happens. Now, Mark, when you were in your first marathon, were you afraid? Um, I was, there was a lot of excitement leading up to that marathon. Well, maybe you weren't afraid, but I bet you there were people in that crowd that were afraid. Oh, yeah, definitely. They, they were afraid they wouldn't beat their record. They were afraid they might fall down. They were afraid that they pulled the muscle. They were afraid of, of heck, you're just right beside Boston there, and there's a crazy bomber that went off there in the last couple of years. Look, there's a lot of reasons to be afraid. But look, in fear, you really still need to act. You still need to move forward. And remember, false expectations appearing real are really what fear is all about. So if you can't overcome that, that's how you get to the finish line. Because really, fear shouldn't incapacitate you. It shouldn't prevent you from moving. It's really because of fear, you should actually move faster. You should actually use that to carry you more. You should use the excitement that's about you to really make you do a better job than you would have done otherwise. And on this topic of fear, it is something that can completely paralyze you, but you can also use it as fuel as Dr. Leica is mentioning and any type of fuel you can have. It's just another reason to keep going. And the more reasons you build up for yourself, the more momentum you're going to gain on any goal that you go towards, whether it is being uh, the renowned cosmetic surgeon or writing a successful book or launching a podcast or any type of goal, but you do need to give yourself as many reasons as possible to pursue it. And fear for some people can be some extra motivation to get their goals accomplished. You know, it truly is. And, you know, I, I think the bad thing people do is use it to paralyze themselves or, or they use situations to become victims and they say, Oh, woes me. I can't do anything. I can't do this because of that. I can't, you know, they hurt me. They did this situation hurt me. They really have to rise above that. They really have to get above that. And really they have to motivate themselves. And one of the things I'd say, motivate yourself is by reading a good book. There's lots out there. Start with mine. If you'd like, it's available for a dollar on Kindle. If you can't afford anything. So, I mean, it's very, very cheap for in some situations. But again, I want you to get out there and enjoy it. Learn from it. Use this as an opportunity to get forward. And in each of my books, it's not hard to read. Each begins with a little story. 
and the story carries you further. And I'll tell you a little story, Mark. It takes about two minutes to do so everybody can get this. You know, there was a carpenter by the name of Fred and he was tired. He had worked for the same uh, company for the last 45 years and he couldn't do it anymore. So he went to his boss and said, boss, I'm quitting. I just can't take it. The boss was taken aback. This was his chief carpenter. He had helped him build every house that was ever built in his company. He said, Fred, Fred. He said, look, boss, I can't do it. He said, can you do one more thing for me? And Fred said, of course, boss. This is the only job I've ever had. I've loved it here. What would you like? The boss said, just build me one more house. Just one more. Fred begrudgingly said yes, but his heart wasn't into it. He dragged his butt to work every day. He barely got the job done. He worked two hours a day rather than the 18 hours a day he worked in the old days. And a miracle happened. The house passed inspection. Wow. So he went back to his boss and he threw the keys on the boss desk. Okay, this is it. I'm done. Boss said, wait one more minute. He said to everybody in the office, gather around. This is Fred's last day. It's the happiest day in the world for him. And I really want to be happy for him. But for me, I'm sad. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do without him. I'll find a way, he said. But you know, I've got one last gift for Fred. Fred, here's the keys for the last house you ever built. Please live in it all the days of your life and enjoy with it all the enthusiasm that you have. Well, Mark, I'm telling you this for a reason. Enthusiasm is not a Monday thing. It's not a Friday thing. It's not a Wednesday thing. You must carry it every minute of every day. Otherwise, you don't have enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is the game changer for everything. It really changes the way things are doing. Mohatma Gandhi said, if you are a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper that you can be in your life. Now that's enthusiasm. I couldn't be enthusiastic about being a street sweeper, but guess what? If you do a good job at it, somebody's going to notice it and you're going to get your kudos. This is part of the meaning of life. This is one of our pearls. We have 13 more because we've got a bonus chapter in there. Learn them learn from them. There's stories. There's a, the, a conversation between Harriet and I and a wonderful book. And I'd like in the future, Mark, you to have Harriet on your show. She's a bit under the weather today, but I'm sure she'll be on and at your show at another time. And she'll enlighten your guests too from a different perspective and help them have a fantastic life too. Yeah, enthusiasm. That's you definitely want to show up every day at your A game because you never know who's watching. You never know what opportunities you could introduce yourself to. And that's just one of the many golden pearls in Dr. Leica's book. We will be having it in the show notes again, fantasticlifebook.com. You buy the book there, 20% is going to go to a very good cause. We will have the text number and everything else. So you guys could follow up with all the great work Dr. Leica is doing. Uh, I appreciate you guys for choosing Ditch the Job, and thank you, Dr. Leica, for joining us on the show. Well, thank you very much. If they'd like to get in touch with me, go to my website, Dr. Ellen Leica. That's D-R-A-L-L-E-N, Leica, L-Y-C-K-A.com, DrEllenLeica.com. And if I can help you, please uh, send me a, an email so that I can give you 20 minutes of my valuable time to help it. Now, it may take a while to get to you, and I might not be able to get to you for a while, but I promise you I will, and I'll help you to the best of my abilities.